Minneapolis 911. What's your emergency? It's another episode of Minneapolis 911. Welcome to today's show with your host, the mayor of Minneapolis After Dark, L.A. Nick. And along with him is beautiful and hilarious co-host, comedian Hesley Ray. They'll be bringing you the 411 and 911 of our beloved city. And we're back. Another week of Minneapolis 911, I think. Maybe. Oh, I got a mic. Okay, we're back. Another week of Minneapolis 911. I'm L.A. Nick with my beautiful and hilarious co-host, Hesley Ray. It's been a long time since I said that. You know what? It's because it wasn't true for a long time, and I finally came back. You did. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah for a, a while, I was looking pretty pretty strong, haggard. strong comeback. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I wore kind of a, a cleavage shirt. Not as much as you would have preferred. Yeah, not really. But I wasn't not sure really. about our guest if he was going to be very conservative or not. I've since found out that I probably could have worn, like, you <laughs> a, know, a bikini. A bikini, and he would have been a okay. Yeah. He's our kind of guy. Listen, as long as it's a guy, I think you're pretty safe. I don't know, because remember my ex-husband? Yeah, found out he was gay. Yeah, turned right around and loved penises. I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> You're not the only woman that's, ha- that's happened to in the city of Minneapolis, though. It's a Minneapolis epidemic. Is it really? Our men are turning to more men. I don't know if it's because we as women are not well, how many fulfilling people, how many their needs. How many people do you know that's happened to? One, me. But I just oh, I, I feel two. like that's an epidemic. I know, too. <laughs> it's an epidemic in my home. Yeah. So anyway, you've been out of town. That's why we haven't seen each other. I've been out you of town. You went to Mexico. Went to Mexico City. Did you, A, join the cartel, B, get a lot of cocaine, C, um, get involved in any shady dealings, D, bring back any weapons, or an E, did you lose Nancy there? None of the above. Okay. F, did you have fun? I had a great time. Okay, I'll tell, tell me you about what, it. Mexico City is not what you think it is. I disagree. I think it is what I think <laughs> it is. It's not. Okay. I'll tell you what. It was the most pleasant, nicest city I've been to in a long time. Really? Yes. No one shot at you? No, and you can take an Uber anywhere you want for three bucks. What? Yeah, three bucks. Three pesos? No, three dollars. Three American dollars? Yeah. So, and, like, were the Uber drivers friendly? Did you give them five stars? They were super nice. Did they have bottles of agua? No. No? No. Tequila? Nothing. No? No. Okay. So, what what did you do there? I just, I mean, I I saw that you... I went to the historic district. Okay. And stayed at the Grand Hotel, which is one of the most beautiful hotels in the world. Saw those It has a stained glass Tiffany roof. The whole roof is stained glass, Tiffany stained glass. Wow. The complete roof of the whole entire hotel. Wow. So you can see through the whole entire roof. It's amazing. It's really cool. No, it's amazing. They have these massive Tiffany bird cages in the lobby, like huge, like as big as your car. Do they put birds in them or people? Yeah. No, there's birds in them. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's parakeets in all of them. Parakeets and people? No, just parakeets. Just parakeets. And I didn't see any issues anywhere I went in Mexico City. Is it because you stayed close to tourists? No, areas? I did not stay. I did not. I went. So the next day I went to Roma Norte, which is a little neighborhood way outside of the city. Mm-hmm. Um, they call it the Soho of Mexico. Did um, you see any machine guns? I did not. None. You're I saw a liar. Some in, I saw lots in Cabo. Okay. But I just didn't see any in Mexico City. Okay. None. So you went to this other neighborhood. People were nice. Yeah, it was you awesome. You had some tapas. Yeah, went to, that's like the dog city of the world. There's more 
trained dogs there than anywhere in the world. Trained dogs? Yeah, did you see the video oh, okay. of the park, the dog park? Yeah, I thought that All was awesome. All those dogs just laying there yeah. with, their, with their leashes out. Yeah, that was pretty cool. No, it was awesome. It's so, an awesome place. I could, right. live, I could live in Nor- Roma Norte. I wish you did. I'm thinking about it. I hope you do <laughs> go. Because you got a big bang for your dollar there. Yeah, well, everyone likes a big bang. Yeah, for their dollar. For one dollar, yeah. yeah. You so, can eat. You can literally eat like two major meals a day for like five bucks. Did you learn any more like Espanol when you were there? No, no. but they mostly spoke English too. Or you guys like did a Spanglish um, sort of like. There's a lot of English. A lot, a lot of, of people speak English. Gesturing there. around. There's people who speak English there. Okay, I know how to say I love you in Spanish. You do. Te amo. Yeah, I don't know how to say that. Te amo. I know how to say police. I just said I love you, and all you said was well, police. I, I didn't understand it. Policia. <laughs> Policia, por favor. Andale, andale, policia. Andale. So I came. But I, but, me. but I came back to a lot of uh, a lot of high end uh, policing going on in the city of Minneapolis. I'll tell you that. Yeah, well, the Super Bowl. You know, they got a lot of armed guards downtown. Though. Yeah, and it's exciting. Humvees everywhere. Humvees. They got snipers on the rooftops. Snipers on the rooftops. Command centers and whatnot. I'm actually impressed. Yeah, well, they're ready. I mean, I think that they're they're prepared. And I think that they actually took a lot of advice from the Vegas situation. I would hope so. That's what I heard. But the people from here are complaining about it. About them taking advice from Vegas? No, about all the security and all the cops. Oh, shut up, But they are. They are. You know what? Here's the thing. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. That's what I said. That's Minnesota. It's better safe than sorry. For you. It's better safe than sorry. I, you know, as much as I love Minneapolis and love living here and love Minnesota, we love, love, love Minneapolis and St. Paul, all of this stuff. Everyone should just be grateful that we've got the resources to have some protection in place. Yes, it's going to be a messy couple weeks, but it's going to happen. It puts us on the map a little bit. Let's be nice to people. Let's show them our true colors, which is passive aggressive. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, just aggressive. I'm just aggressive. Nice-ish. I get rid of the passive thing. Well, whatever the case, I'm going to go around and be nice to people, and I'm going to say thank you to the cops. And then I'm I going to do. commit a crime. Did you see our friend Betsy Hodges is teaching at Harvard? Oh, God. What? Yeah. Is it Harvard Online? No. Oh, okay. She's teaching at Harvard for some semester. It's not Phoenix Online She's just, she's just a, a guest speaker for a, oh. a, seminar, a semester. I'd like to tell you about my failures <laughs> in office. Um, sorry, Bets. So, yeah, I can't, do we miss her or not really? Uh, How's no. Jacob doing? You know what? I'm pretty impressed with the security we have for Super Bowl, so I'm sure that's part of his doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So You know, I heard that he was at my up-down VFW the other week just chilling out there. They texted me. They're like, are you going to come down and say hi to him? And unfortunately, I couldn't, but I... I thought that was nice. I was like, Why couldn't you? Were you I had my children, and uh, I don't bring them to bars you, anymore. You weren't just wasted or something? No, I don't drink anymore. I told you that. But you had a pot thing going on. I don't do pot, okay? Uh, yeah. I smoke it like once a month. Well, you're eating pot. I don't. No, I haven't made it in a long time, but I would. I mean, I'll tell you this right now, Minneapolis. If I had the time and like the kids were not in the house, I would make pot brownies today if i had the stuff but i don't i can so i can i can tell you this because i can tell you now so i quit we have a criminal defense attorney in the house so 
I am going to hire him if anybody heard that. Well I, well, I met him on the plane on the way, my way to Mexico. So you guys went to Mexico together. <laughs> and I get it. The no, gay your, epidemic no, is your ex, going. That was your ex-husband. I wondered why I didn't see that many pictures of Nancy. That was your ex-husband. Um. So, okay. Can I can I introduce our guest and we can talk about him a little I don't know, bit? Ask or ask our producer. Is that okay with you, Robert? Okay, sorry I said your name like that, Robert. I appre- I appreciate you and respect you. Um, okay, so glad somebody does. We have a Minneapolis criminal attorney with us. His name is Joshua London. We're super happy to have him on. Sounds like a fake name to me. It does to me too. But he is here in the studio. He exists. He is here in the flesh. And I, so we agreed prior to the show that you would handle the interview with no, Joshua no, because, I didn't. well, whatever the case. That's what Robert said. I already interviewed him on the plane. Well, you talked to him for three hours, and then he, he became your best friend, and you're here together. No, he told and... me to shut up. He wanted to sleep. <laughs> shut... <laughs> yeah, he does talk a lot. So so anyway, I got super excited, and I was like, oh, my uh, You God. know more like, about these cases than I do. My dream, because you know that I, okay, A, I'm a mom, and B, like, I'm pretty obsessive compulsive. Like I, I probably have some kind of mental disease. Well, you do the pot thing, and I do the pot thing, and and I like am obsessed with crime stories. So, so having a criminal attorney on the show is like my dream, and I was like exploding with happiness. Met him downstairs before the show, and I was like verbal vomiting all over him. You were freaking out because you're like, save it for the show. Yeah, because you blew up. And then you punched ex- you punched my face. No, I did not. Yeah, when you first hugged me, you punched my face. <laughs> no, I did punched not. My, oh no, that was Robert. I think Robert, you punched my face. I didn't. And punch I you. have a, <laughs> I have Joshua London on retainer. And we are going to bring hey, this. I want to know how much a retainer actually is. Yeah. Okay. So well. Anyway. <laughs> Joshua London, thank you for being on our show. I really, really appreciate it. You can say hello to us if you want. <laughs> well, good evening. Thank you very, very much for having me on. I was told I was on after the break, so I'm allowed to talk now. Yeah. You can say hi. We, and broke, well, let me, let we me broke the rules. I'm going to yeah. start by, I want to clarify two things. Okay. First of all, um, I'm a criminal defense attorney. I'm not a criminal attorney. Uh, oh, you're so not. So myself, <laughs> I don't commit crimes. Um, uh, Sorry about loud. that. What a now, gaffe. Well, the other thing is I operate all around the metro area, so not just Minneapolis. If you're in trouble anywhere in the metro area, give me a call. Okay. Um, I will ask you some <laughs> ethical questions after our break. Oh, let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we want to talk about but, ethics. Um, but I also like want to just say thank you for being here. And... I will probably like rapid fire verbal vomit this whole time, and mm-hmm. it's gonna be your job to say, "Hesley, please stop talking and let me answer." And then I will try, and I'll be over here shaking because I'm so excited to talk to you. Thank you. Do you, you know, right. like, do you feel the rays coming off of me right now of how excited I am that you are here? It's palpable. Yeah, it, I. You can if, cut the if, air with a knife. If we were in a bar right now. Mm-hmm. I would feel pretty good about my odds. <laughs> <laughs> and not a lot of women are this excited to talk Let's to me. Let's pretend we're in that bar. <laughs> okay, okay, so here we go. So. Um, all right, so sorry for flirting with Joshua London, our guest for tonight. Thank I you. have lost all respect Let's, for you now. You know oh, what? I'm excited about crime. Okay? We flirted a little too on the plane. 
It's okay. Oh, yeah. You got We had a long plane dips. ride together. We had you know a long what? time. And, and I got separated from Nancy. That's right. Because of him, no, he did we, it. No, we screwed up, we screwed up her <laughs> we flight. We separated. We got, messed up her flight. We had to fly in the Cabo first before Mexico City, so mm-hmm. we got put in spare seats that they had. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. So, and I won't sit in anything but an aisle seat. Uh, well, I'll tell you, he you did. Shouldn't. He did give his wife the better seat. She she had the front, uh, yeah. the the closer to the front. He's a the gentleman. Comfort and seat. The, I don't know if she was first class, but she was as far up as possible. Yeah. He took the riffraff seat in yeah. the back with I, us. I rode second class. It was quite uh, gen- quite gentlemanly yeah. of him, I thought. But I oh. like the aisle though. Yeah, I prefer you seem like seat. an aisle guy because you're all antsy. Yeah. Like, what yeah. if I got to pee? What if I got to yeah. pee? Yeah. I'm going to tell you, I was down there for a wedding, and. Uh, probably 35 of the people on that plane were there for the wedding. And sitting next to you made me t- pretty famous at that wedding. <laughs> a lot of people wanted to know, was he the guy from that The Worst Movie Ever movie? Or was he... One woman asked me if you were Led Zeppelin, which I don't know what exactly that meant. It have to be about 75. Yeah. Well, she, I mean, I don't know who... Exactly, Maybe you didn't wear your lotion. She, she was day. just trying to say something hip, but um, a lot of people think that... You are a lot of different people. Yeah, it's a curse uh, and a blessing. And I made up all kinds of crap about yeah, you. So I do the same thing. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> yeah. It was good. So, yeah, you 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 uh, ingratiated me to, to a number of people at the wedding who didn't know me, so it was nice. It's good. Thank you. It's good. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was very fortunate. And you were a pleasant person to sit next to. I appreciate you it. You knew that as the middle person, I got both armrests. You were you didn't try to hone <laughs> in on my armrests, which I appreciated. Um, I all the that. proper. You got mine You knew what details. you were doing. You knew what you were doing, mm-hmm. and uh, and I think you were watching a cartoon, a kids movie. Was that right? No. Yeah, I was trying was to. I was I watching your? No. no. What did you watch? I watched uh, Scooby Doo. No, I watched two movies. One was uh, I'm blanking right now, but they, they, they the were first one was an adult film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, it was a kid. No, okay, no, it doesn't neither matter. Were, neither one were kids' movies. Well, it made All me right. know that you were you were a nice guy. The just second one was watching. a comedy, though. Okay, okay. The comedy. Oh, the, it was about the tennis. The ladies' okay. tennis. So you guys. Yes, 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 yes. yes. That was important. Yeah. So okay. I should do yeah. my job. We will be right back yeah. with more Minneapolis 911. I'm Hesley Ray with LA Nick, and we're coming back with so much more special oh. guest, Joshua London. Forty years ago, owner Gene Dubois and his friends sat on his granny's front porch step and discussed cars. Matchbox cars. This one? No, not that one. Look under here. That's damaged. This one is dead. Cool. No one else would have seen that. Yeah, this one is perfect. And 40 years later, they're still discussing cars. Only now, the cars have grown a little. This one? No, not that one. Look under here. That's damaged. See? This one instead. Cool. No one else would have seen that. And this one? Yeah, that one's perfect. How about this one? Fact is, anyone can sell cars, but to sell quality, inspected cars, you have to know what a quality, dependable car looks like. And when you've got Gene and his team and all that experience, you can't help but win. Star Auto and Truck Sales not only sells you the car, you also get friendly customer service and no-hassle shopping. And because these are hand-picked, quality, mechanically-fit cars and trucks, just like on Granny's Porch 40 years ago, you get honest value. Something hard to find in today's world. Star Auto and Truck Sales at StarAutoAndTruck.com. Wow, Betty, your remodel looks great. The dining room floor, the gorgeous plush carpet in the living room. Oh, and those kitchen counters are so perfect. 
I'm so jealous. I want this in my house. Linda, you can. It's easy. I just called Cap Carpet and Flooring and got a free in-home estimate. Then took my ideas to the showroom and Cap's excellent design staff went to work, helping me pick out the perfect style, fabrics, and colors. They really made my ideas come to life. At Cap Carpet and Flooring, we listen to your ideas. And from design concept to Cap's professional installation, Cap makes it easy for your design vision to come to life. Whether it's a remodel or a new home design, Cap helps our customers find the best products for their lifestyle. Hey, Linda, where are you off to? Well, I'm off to Cap Flooring and Carpet. I got great ideas for my guest room. Hey, wait for me. Cap Carpet and Flooring in New Brighton. Stop in or call for an appointment today. 651-636-2617. 651-636-2617. Cap Carpet and Flooring, where design becomes you. We're back, Minneapolis911.com. I'm L.A. Nick with my co-host, Tesla Lee Wright. And I don't know why I have very low volume on my microphone. You know, all these years, I didn't realize Hesley had the better seat than I did. Because I'm sitting in her seat tonight. That's a pretty good seat, man. You can lean against the wall and kind of crash out. Yeah, we switched tonight. And your seat um, does suck. So It does, right? Yeah. It's a it's, shitty seat. It's a really shitty seat. Yeah, um, I don't care for it either. Well, now I know why, like, you've sucked on the show so much. You well, were now in pain. I know why you have a good seat. I'm, see- I'm keeping it now. Well, <laughs> that's for Robert to decide. I'm putting a sign right here, reserved for L.A. That's now. fine. Yeah. I don't care. You know, if we, were at a, if we went out to a restaurant together and we all wanted to have a conversation, we wouldn't sit at the bar and try to yell down at each other. We'd sit across at a... A table where we could all look yeah, at each other. Yeah, but we're in a very outdated mm-hmm. studio here. Oh, okay. I see. So it's <laughs> yeah. not. I see. So it's not the intention. We to have. get no. to look at Robert. Like I do, Tom uh-huh. Bernard every Wednesday, and they all sit at a table. <laughs> yeah, every other. That's smart. Yeah. Radio yeah. show I've done, we've sat like where we could look at each other. So it is a little um, disconcerting. You yeah. Know? Well, it's okay. It's just you have to play tennis the whole time with your head. You're. Yeah, like you're and watching my tennis. brain is already a little loose, so uh-huh. it's like, owie. A little? A little? <laughs> a, little, loose. <laughs> a, little? Yeah. <laughs> a little. Yeah, it's a little bit. Yeah, you used to go. So, okay, let's yeah. get down to business here, because I'm afraid we're going to just go through this whole show, and I'm not going to get to the meat and potatoes uh-huh. of what I want, and I'm hungry for knowledge, okay? I want to feed you. Thank you. <laughs> so, let's do it. Okay, so your criminal defense attorney... That's correct. My first question is, how did you get into this? Where did you start out prosecuting, and then you're like, "Hey, those guys make more money," or was it like from a really altruistic point of view, where you're like, "You know what? There are innocent people out there in jail," or was it more like, "You know what? I like a challenge, and I want to see how much I can." uh... Were you a public defense attorney? So, I started my journey. By getting a DWI when I was 18 years yes. old. Okay. So I, uh, I, I, you know, most of the nights I was in college at the University of Arizona. I was a wildcat. Um, I was much more than a .08. That's just was a fact back then. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I got stopped by police, I was exactly at a .08. Uh, I had an attorney. I paid a fortune, which I didn't have any money at the time. Mm-hmm. So every dollar hurt, but I paid a lot. Um, and, uh, he didn't do, uh, I, cussing. Uh-huh. Okay. Cussing. Yeah. 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 He didn't do a goddamn thing for me. Right. And was really? so did bad he, at he his job. Now he didn't only not do anything for me. We, you know, you can't always win. 
he didn't communicate with me. But you only had a point oh eight, and he he didn't right. get you off that. I know, I know, it really? was terrible. I was under twenty one, but he he. The worst part of it is, is not making somebody feel like they got a fair shake. Right. You can lose a case, and sometimes that's all you can do. There. I mean, sometimes the cops catch somebody and they're guilty, and you just right, got to give them the best deal. Sure. But. You got to make them feel like they got a fair shake. And you do that by communicating with people, mm-hmm. explaining what's going on, why they're getting that, uh, what you looked at, all those things. What and the I, options at the were. Time, yeah. Right. At yep. the time, I had no idea of any of this. I was just, okay, one day I showed up to court, pled guilty, and that was it. Oh, it, you, pled, it, you pled guilty? Yeah. I ple- oh, I pled guilty right away because that's what he and told me he, to do. But Really? Oh, yeah. Then why'd you need him? Well, I, you just wanted, I don't know, I got to give him five grand. For um, nothing. Oh, my God. For nothing. Gosh. So, uh, anyways, that What's happened. What's his name? Let's get him. His name was, uh, no, I'm not going to say his name, but he was a, he was a piece of trash uh, attorney. He might mm-hmm. be a great guy. And so, anyways, I got in that trouble. I didn't really think about it for a while after that, and then it came time to... I was a finance major, and mm-hmm. I got a, I worked in Trump Tower at the top level at a investment banking firm my junior year. It was great. I lived in New York my summer after my junior year. Job offers coming from every direction. Fine. And that was 2007. So I graduated mm-hmm. summer 2008. And I'm sure you remember what happened between those summers. Oh, yeah. And the job offers disappeared. Yeah. Um, I was... Uh, I mean, I just didn't understand it. I mean, mm-hmm. it just didn't make sense. I had turned down a lot of job offers. This company that I worked for had disappeared over that course of that year. And so uh, I had to start revisiting things. I was in sales and crappy sales jobs, but uh, learning about myself, you know, and experimenting with jobs and experimenting with other things. And, like uh, drugs? Like drugs, um, <laughs> like, yeah, like various kinds of, of cop- okay. copious amounts of drugs. Um, and through that process, I, I decided, uh, you know, I think I can do better than this guy did for me in law school. I've always respected a lot of these attorneys. Mm-hmm. It's what I'm interested in. I'm a history buff. A lot of that stuff is based around what happened in the legal system. Yeah. Let's try it. So I got into it, and I thought maybe instead of going that route, I'll protect small businesses because they get they don't get a fair shake. My uh-huh. dad owns uh, Sundays Off Swimming Pools, the best swimming pool company in the Twin Cities. It's a small company, and I've watched him get treated so unfairly time after time in the legal system. I mean, uh-huh. there's no winning for a small business, right? You get sued, you win, you but still you spend still fifty grand, and you, right? yeah, even yeah. if you win. It's yeah. So, so I thought that might be my route. But after getting into this and seeing the world for what it is and the criminal justice system for what it is, there was just no question for me. Mm-hmm. It was uh, always defense. I, I uh, don't have a bone in my body that, that says I, would, I could go home and be satisfied after putting somebody in jail. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that jail is an appropriate measure for almost anybody. So um, it, it wasn't an option I for me. I kind of agree with you unless the person is like – such a scary reoffender, like blatantly mm-hmm. would you know psychotic Absolutely. like like you know i mean there are people mm-hmm. out there who should not be in society right but 
I would say, and I've got some experience with this um, because my dad was actually put in prison for two years when I was um, 18 years old. Can I ask why? White collar crime, um, mail fraud, and he was doing, you know, some other some other stuff. But it basically was white collar crime. Right. So he had a criminal defense lawyer and and was that here? That was here in Minnesota. Do you yes. know who his attorney I don't was? recall. It's okay. been years. But I'm sorry. What does it mean when you hold the fingers at us? The, that tells us how just much don't, time we have. Just don't even look at him. Yeah, he doesn't. Do, yeah, just don't he's even pay talking attention. about I don't know what that means. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to assume you mean. Yeah, don't pay attention to him. D- don't, okay. pay, don't pay attention to the guy behind the curtain. <laughs> anyway, he was. Oz, is that who is? A wizard? He ended up being put up in the Duluth Federal. It's a camp. The it's summer camp. camp the right. camp, right. And There's we not were, a fence. Did you know that? You can walk right out of there. Yeah, I know. And my yeah. brothers and I, like, once we were kind of last driving around in there, and so we, like, drove up to the guards' houses. Uh-huh. And like, <laughs> <laughs> we were like, I don't know. And we're, I mean, yeah. I was, like, 19 years old at the time. I, or maybe even 18. Yeah, and, yep, sure. And so we're just sitting there, and, like, guards come out and surround the car, and they're like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, I don't know. My yeah. dad's somewhere. <laughs> and, like, yeah. Anyway, the point is, yep. like, that that is supposedly, like, a really easy like it was explained to yes. us by his like counsel at the time. Yes. And, and this was horrifying for my oh, family I and bet like it was whatever. Like that this was easy, it's gonna be fine. Like he's you know, like this is not even really prison. Yeah. It's just it's like safe. it's safe, you know, he's mm-hmm. gonna be and where, it where was where's this place at? I wanna go to Duluth. Duluth. You I can it's in Duluth. It's it's uh, it's really like a loud. dorm room that you live in. It's not yeah. so terrible, like uh, and it you know it's boring is yeah. what it is for people. But it was. I mean, even that, like, it took its toll on my dad so much, and like he Why? came. He couldn't leave. No, we. Should, I mean, it's prison. Like their food is awful. Like he said that yeah. he was like put in the kitchen, and like there would be rotten food that he'd have to help make. You know, yeah. and like just they were cooking rotten food. You're yeah, s- you're separated from you're your separated from, from your family. Family. Uh, like we would go to visit him. That sounds all, great to me. They... All he wanted was like change for the vending machine. So he and he would eat like yeah. like all of the vending machine food like while we were sitting there. He's just hoarding it, and he. I mean, like, there are parts about his experience there that he still won't talk about. So I I feel like, I mean, for his level of crime, yes, like, he did something wrong. And he, I mean, it was, it was, uh, you know, let's, let's just say the only offense was money laundering. None of it was, like, a violent crime, okay? Right. So for him, like, wouldn't it be better to keep him able to work and pay restitution for the rest of his life like is like for me like prison for him like and then the money that we as a society paid to keep him there is so ridiculous so let's say this um there is absolutely no value to jail for 98% of the people we put there. Yep. And then there's n- jail's a necessity for some people. Mm-hmm. If somebody's going to be a danger to the public, you have to separate them from society. Right. Uh, otherwise, it doesn't make sense. I go to jail 
almost every day. Okay, I spend time back you there visiting with people. I, no, I'm, I'm my record. He's a criminal attorney. He's got to commit crime. That's how good I am. I get I'm back there every day, but I'm still free. No, I go there almost every day, at least a few times a week. Which jail? The one in Minneapolis downtown. That's the most common one, yeah. the public safety facility yeah. or city hall. City hall, yeah. Um, it's it's a terrible experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, one day in there That's a terrible job. is a terrible thing. It's it being working there. I think is mm-hmm. a terrible thing. The smell, the the confinement, the that's old uh, and dingy. Every and single damp. thing about it. Yeah, the food, like you said, yeah, the dampness. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it's dank. Very it's, damp place. It is terrible, and there is so little that I can imagine. Some so few things that I can imagine somebody else doing. To me, that I would think they deserve more than a, a couple of days in there. I'm surprised right. they have a jail in City Hall. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's I really just, am. they have to parade them through the whole lobby and up the elevator. They it's bring them. They bring they them underground. Yeah, yeah, they have. They have something. Yeah. But uh, they're in every city and every county and every place in the world. Have you ever been to they're, Duluth Prison? I have. It's prison? it's a little. The prisons are different yeah. from the jails. Prisons are a lot more. For scary. your your listeners, I imagine if they listen to the show, they know the difference between a. A prison and a jail. I don't think and most people do. Meal. Okay, so well, let me let me start with some kind of basics, and I, this may be obvious, but let uh, me ask you a first question. So, if, say, I, say some, one of our listeners gets arrested tonight. How do they find their criminal attorney? What like, if how do they I find got them? arrested I'm gonna go through tonight? This whole thing. Okay. Yeah, so because what well, if I'm planning a crime right now? Let's wait till after the break <laughs> to start that because we have a break coming up. So let's wait till after the commercial, and then you can start from set from day let, one. Like, how do I find this. you? Let's leave them with this. Do you know what a felony is? What separates a felony from a misdemeanor? Because I don't think most people do. No, let's talk about that when we okay. come back for break. And you can give them the whole I spiel. I think I know. So, yeah, I'm sure you out. do. You've been arrested, right? Yeah. I've never been arrested in my I'll life. I'll tell you my story, too. So, well, is prostitution a felony? <laughs> <laughs> Depends on We'll be on back what's... in a minute. Minneapolis91.com. I'm Melanie Nick with my co-host, Tesla Ray. with Ricky Rocket. Ricky, you just finished your farewell tour. What's next for the Rocket? The answer is simply. What? Simply self-storage. They've got it all. Both traditional storage from IAMS equipment to climate control to help control extreme temperatures, dust and humidity, or my famous guitars. And talk about safety and convenience. Computerized gate access, 24-hour camera surveillance, and on-site staffing. Simply self-storage. Visit them today at simplyss.com. Find out how to get 50% off your first full month. Simply Self Storage. You definitely chose the right place. You're listening to Minneapolis 911. We'll be back in a moment. Tired of the big box store? Hello? Is anybody out there? Had it with mom and pop hardware stores? OMG, it was just here last week. Want something just right? That's Buyswingers, your local, larger neighborhood hardware store. At Buyswingers, we have it all. Power equipment, outdoor living, hardware, a place where neighbors help neighbors complete that backyard renovation, paint your home, or just let you know what food that cardinal in your tree wants for supper. Buyswingers, your local, larger neighborhood hardware store with more. 35 West North to County Road 96, exit 28A in New Brighton. 
This is Bob Sansevier, and I would like to invite all Minneapolis 911 listeners to also listen to The BS Show. We have new shows every Monday through Friday. We offer a great lineup of guests as well as entertainment, information, and a lot of fun. You can check out The BS Show on iTunes, Stitcher, Player FM, or at our website at thebsshow.net. And we're back, Minneapolis 911. I don't know why, but I can't hear myself on my. Uh, well, these guys I can are hear you guys you. are real loud, and I'm real low on my headset. Well, maybe you should take that as a point. No, I think you have a better microphone. Um, okay. I can hear so, you very well. All right, good. The, so I, I think it'd be. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I wanted to inform the the listeners that the results of the polls, the poll that we just took is in. Mm-hmm. Right, we had uh, seventeen thousand responses. Okay. And uh, just over 15,000 of you did not know. That's surprising. It is surprising. Between a felony and a misdemeanor. 15,000? Okay, I'm, so making, I'm obviously that's bullshit. I'm making it up. Nobody called. But first, what do you think I is? want to know. I don't know the difference between the two. What's the difference uh, between a regular misdemeanor and a gross misdemeanor? It's yes. like, is it just especially heinous? Is it gross? <laughs> yeah, why is it called a gross misdemeanor? It's yeah. disgusting. It's do, icky. Do you, do you know? Do you know? I mean, if you know, the, I don't if you know, know the difference between a misdemeanor and a felony, then you'll know the difference. I really don't know. I was lying. I want to know so. what your thought is. Okay, I think that within the confines of the law, a misdemeanor would have to be of a threshold that, like, you're not as dangerous to the public mm-hmm. so a gross misdemeanor would be like yeah there is mm-hmm. some danger to the public with this one and a felony would be like you're an asshole <laughs> and everyone should stay away from you well that's a good guess um it's much more it's much more structured than that it's a lot less subjective so okay. if you commit a crime that is not punishable by any jail time mm-hmm. you can't even put somebody in jail for a day that's a petty misdemeanor and okay it's, it's actually not considered a crime so if you get a petty misdemeanor and you plead guilty to well, that's, it that's a ticketable offense not, in minneapolis it's though. right yeah ticketable it's, offense okay. you can't get but, arrested but for you that. could honestly say i've never been convicted of a crime okay okay if you uh, if you're convicted of a misdemeanor that means you're convicted of a crime that's punishable by up to 90 days in jail and a thousand dollar fine. Okay. If it's a gross misdemeanor, it's ninety days to a year, uh-huh. and no more than a year. You can't get punished to a year, to a more year and a day. A in okay. And what's the common gross misdemeanor? A common gross misdemeanor would be uh, right now. I have a stalking, uh, second mi- second uh, DWI or a, or first DWI with a high level uh, blood alcohol content. Theft or is theft like misdemeanor. Theft is generally either a misdemeanor or a felony because oh, really? you have a very if it's a very small amount, it's going to be a misdemeanor. But it jumps up to a felony very fast. Armed like robbery? five grand, right? Yeah. And okay. so it's, but there's also, there's some middle ground there. And then a lot of things become gross misdemeanors when they're second time. Oh, really? Yeah. So there's a lot of things. So that if you have multiple shoplifting convictions, we'll eventually go yeah, to a. Exactly. They're, they're, when in Minnesota, we have enhanceable offenses like DWIs. Um, and then most, and most have, you know, a second time is more severe. And then any time beyond that will be a felony. Now, a felony is anything that's punishable. 
anything that's punishable by a year and a day or more, which means it doesn't matter how morally culpable you are or how bad the crime is to, you know, how uh, abhorrent the crime mm-hmm. is. It could be something where we go, well, that's no, that's no yeah. big deal. Yeah, you can't do it, but it's like speeding. We don't care. Yeah. Uh, and it's still a felony. And, Interesting. And then, um, then there's, you know, the idea that you could be charged federally. And now in federal court, you, you know, you still have the same issues, but if your case is brought before a federal court, you're in big right, you're in trouble. trouble. That was my dad. Yeah. His was federal. Of course. So, Otherwise, yeah. he wouldn't have been in Duluth. But your dad probably, morally, did less wrong than... So, it, let's say you commit a rape. Uh-huh. That's a bad, bad thing to do. Yeah. I think we can all agree. Yep. Probably the, the worst. So, that's good advice to the listeners, right? right. As an attorney, don't rape. <laughs> That's a hard line I take. Yeah, gen- I think that's a pretty hard line. Good piece of advice. It's one, one of the crimes that's up in the city of Minneapolis, though. Well, yeah. and they're rising rape. Well, we'll talk about th- we. There's a lot to talk about there because this is your what PSA. It, if you're thinking rape. about raping, just don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Say no. They, Say no. You know no. what? I didn't realize this was going to be that kind of show, but I'm glad we're teaching. Say no to rape. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. glad we're teaching people. Well, we look at ourselves uh, as There's probably somebody out there tonight that was going to buy some duct tape and some rope, yeah. and they were like, wait, L.A. Nick doesn't want yeah, to don't rape. You know what? <laughs> I feel a little rapey, but now yeah. I'm second-guessing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, rape's know. not a good thing cool I didn't thing know it was do, against man. the law. It's definitely not cool. Well, so it's, it's not cool, and it's also the Me Too movement, so you're going to get screwed over if you yeah. try to it's, rape yeah, in these days. It's not a cool thing so, to do, man. So, yes, that's true, but we also should remember that the, the amount of reported sex assaults and sexual harassments have gone up. It, for two reasons. One, it's become more acceptable to be the victim, and that's a good thing that we've made that acceptable, that people can report mm-hmm. it. B, there's more bullshit. So I'll, I'll get into But they in, say about 65% of rapes don't get reported. A lot of them don't get reported, and it's one thing where it's a hard thing to come up with a statistic for, right? Because who, who knows? knows? Yeah. yeah. But I'll tell you this. Well, let me let me finish real quickly about federal. Yes, yes. So um, when I have clients and their their case runs the risk of going federal we will do just about anything to avoid that so um the the feds pick and choose which cases they want it has to be a violation of federal law but they can fit most things under federal law for instance your dad was convicted of mail fraud but mail fraud pretty much means any type of fraud right because Everybody sends at least one letter, so that makes it a mail fraud. It's a way way to catch them, a way to prosecute them. That's a way to prosecute them, right. Now, if you are like one of my recent clients and you've done something wrong, but it's, it's financially motivated and you hurt an insurance company maybe a little bit or you hurt, uh, you know, but it's not. It, you never hurt. You never would hurt anybody. Right. You never would rape anybody. You don't have malicious right. intent. Ma- no malicious yeah. intent, and you'd never hurt an individual. Right. But another individual is charged with rape. They've uh-huh. raped somebody. Well, frankly, from a sentencing standpoint, a punishment standpoint, I'd rather be the the rape guy because the feds. I don't mean to say I'd rather be the rape guy. Uh, the I feds, the feds are like, going to hammer you. Mm-hmm. You're going to get 
uh, you're going to get such a severe sentence where yeah. uh, for the same thing in state court, you would get a, a small slap on the wrist. I'll give a very short story because I realize I'm, I'm going on about this, but uh, I had a case recently that went federal. Um, it really should have been Were a state you like, case. No! I, I was. I was. It was somebody I love very much. And, and so um, it went federal. It sh- really should have been a state case. If it was charged in state court, the maximum sentence for it would have been three years. Nobody gets the maximum sentence for anything. So he probably would have just got probation. Right. Um, in federal court, he is realistically looking at five, six years. Oh. Uh, so anyways, that's, those are the levels of offenses. And uh, then, so we we were. I was gonna break. We were gonna talk about something else, but I I put the kibosh on. It's it. okay. Sorry. No, I was just. Um, we were talking about the difference between felony and and misdemeanors, and I I think that is very fascinating because it feels very arbitrary. You know what I mean? Like it feels it, like like then you're not you're not political. really look. It is political. Yeah. I will say though. I mean then. Like the only saving grace in this scenario that I can see is that the judge does have power to reduce sentences. And they they seem to do that a lot in in the county of Hennepin County. Okay, so that's true. So we have in Minnesota, thank God, not adopted the same number of what we call mandatory minimums as they have in federal court. And Mm -hmm. if you read anything about the federal justice system, uh, that's the Maybe the biggest problem is there are mandatory minimums. What that means is that a judge can't override without power. The Mm. prosecution has more power than you would believe, and some of these mandatory minimums are so unfair. But all the law enforcement complain that's a revolving door of criminals that just they arrested. They complain that's a revolving door of criminals. The same criminals get arrested Mm -hmm. month after month after month. So why not Mm -hmm. give them a mandatory minimum so they're not back on the street in four days? Why do you think they keep committing crimes? They keep on getting put in jail. They keep on getting made into better criminals by spending time in jail. Their options get taken away. And when you spend a year in a box, you know, you come out with a different life view. It's just not the same. Uh, the the facilities, the programming available to people in jail, we can we can say that we yeah we offer them a class or we offer so them me, me an has hour to, out. Me it's has shit. Me and Hesley have a friend, common friend. His name's Nick Rod. He got arrested one time for a crime, and he he went in somebody's house that wasn't his house, mm-hmm. and he went to sleep, huh. and they woke him up and he beat the person up. He he beat the person yeah, yeah. by reaction yeah. yeah 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 so he got five years wow in prison five years in Duluth yeah. in yep. Duluth in federal court no oh no no okay not that Duluth no. in in St Louis County the yeah the prison oh, okay the prison in Duluth gotcha um, and so I mean first of all that guy never had any other problems. Yeah, he, he did. He, well, he had he had a girl domestic issue, domestic. Okay. And okay. another one he did? about an animal. Yeah, I looked oh, him I up. I only thought he had uh, domestics. Well, I think he should have gotten a longer sentence for beating an animal. That's terrible. Yes, yeah. I agree. Um, I didn't know about that. Yeah, I looked up everything I, about I that. I have to imagine he was drunk or high when he did That's this. They say he it, got drugged. They but. say, well, he oh. said that he got like drugged you know but a lot of people say that yeah yeah i know it's a common i have a guy who got who's on his sixth dwi wow and on maybe i think on his fifth one i've been representing him now for a while he's a great client 
because he keeps, <laughs> he keeps he's a gift that keeps on back. giving. But I'll tell you, I uh, on his 50th W, I'm going to tell you two things about this guy. He gave the license back, though? Well, no. He has to. You like, could drive without a license. Right. Number one not on well, his in, in the city of Minneapolis, you can is, drive without anything because I'm, nobody will ever pull you over. Well, that's hey, true. Josh, not, not if you're a white guy. Guess where I am. <laughs> well, that's, that's exactly. I get about 10 of those a night. Um, so this guy, first of all, on his fifth one, he tried to convince me we should argue he was drugged. And I said, dude, I hear that every day. they're going to bring in evidence of your last five. Nobody's going to believe that all right. of a sudden, looking at your ugly right. face, they and decided, <laughs> somebody decided, I have to knock this person out so I can take advantage of them sexually. And There's assumedly, no they have his blood at the, that point that they could yeah. test, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. He was, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, like it's, they would find traces of drugs. In yeah. that blood, if yeah. they went to that, it, yeah. it was, so it was ridiculous. But this, Josh, this guy, serious, man. This is I'm going to tell you about this guy. Oh, it's a story here, okay? This is public. This now I should, it I shouldn't is. say that. Um, I, I'm you gonna, didn't give his name. You know what? I shouldn't say this story. Uh, there are some stories I should hold back on. Um, but I will tell you that he has gotten arrested in some pretty amazing situations. Mm-hmm. You would be shocked at how some people get arrested now. Yeah, there's so much I have to say about this, but um, You're but the punishment us. punishments is what we were talking about, mm-hmm. and the punishment of sending somebody to jail is a ridiculous and worthless waste of time. He should be sent to treatment. This guy should probably he yeah. needs he needs a punishment. Sixty WIs. I'm sorry, but you got you got you got to get punishment. You've definitely got a problem, but you you got to they need to punish you. But punish somebody you and who, then put you in treatment. Right. Well, you have to be forced into long-term yeah. residential treatment. Absolutely. Yeah. But uh, most people, in your, North, your in buddy. North, in North Korea. In North Korea, right. Well, even if you're a good citizen <laughs> over there, you get thrown in just to remind you. You're, yeah. You know. <laughs> piece of crap. You're that, yeah. Hey, you're still a piece of shit. You're not. <laughs> I used to have a fish. I named him Kim Jong-il. Oh, yeah. cool. That was cute. Aww, yeah. such a he was creative so name. And, and he's dead now. Yeah, he got a little authoritative. He tried to take an attitude <laughs> <of> me. <laughs> so um, I think the important message, I guess, that I'm trying to deliver and what I could spend days talking about is that we punish people by sending them to jail. And I, we can talk over well, different I wanna, I wanna scenarios. Ask you a about it's that. never okay. Let me ask you this question. So somebody goes, never. somebody gets arrested and goes to jail. Right. And they get a free. They get a phone call. Yeah, so not really. They don't. Well, depends so, on the but, scenario. But how do yeah. they find their, their their attorney? Okay. So um, most people, I like to I like to imagine have uh, heard of me through somebody that they know. They call a friend who they know has no. been in trouble. That's usually that's that's hopefully how they use their phone call. But I personally have an advertisement in a uh, phone book for jails that they're given oh, when know. they okay. when they have an opportunity to call an attorney. But they don't always get that option because really? DWIs, they have to because they're allowed to call an attorney to give. So if you're arrested for DWI, I'm going to walk you through this. Don't do when what? When we come oh, back. If you're arrested for the, DWI, yeah. first of all, don't talk to the police. Remember, just like every other scenario, yeah, shut up. don't shut talk up. Yeah. to the mm-hmm. police. 
you don't have to talk to them about anything. They need your license and, they will and your registration try to make you talk. Exactly, and, and it's going to feel like you have to. I have a story about that. That's it's, how I got arrested. So let yeah. me. I want to hear it because I I, I want to walk through this a little bit. It is so hard. It takes an unbelievable amount of willpower. But don't talk to the police. Give them your license. Give them your registration. Roll down your window a little bit. But everything you do can and will be used against you in a court of law. It cannot and will not be used for you because there is a rule that makes it so we cannot use anything you say in the past for your benefit in court. Mm -hmm. It's impossible. So do not say anything to You're not going to talk your way out of trouble. Right. I disagree, man. Well, if you were going to— I disagree. I've been pulled over before and and should have been probably arrested for something, and I've talked my way out of trouble. Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you two things. One, uh, was it something besides like a regular traffic ticket? Oh yeah, yeah. I've been pulled over where I shouldn't have been driving. When you okay? Yeah. Um, did not it, recently, did, not did, in the last ten years. But. They, okay, so there's the difference. Yeah. Now that's not possible anymore. Right. There's reco- everything's recorded. A cop who wants to give you leniency can't do it anymore. Okay. Yeah, this is, this is you know, 15 yeah, years ago. Exactly. The, the, it's changed because of all the technology. You, yeah. They cannot do it. So I don't drink and don't drive talk. at all anymore. So. The only reason you talk to the cops is you're in danger, period. Right. Okay, so I have and to break because either. we have to go to break right now. Um, I want you to give your contact information first so we get that out sure. of the way. Do your spiel, your contact information. We're going to come back with 911 calls, and I think we're going to take this show a little over tonight because I have so much to, more to pick your brain on. If you're okay to stay, I'll stay. Um, that's here. awesome. And so, yeah, your contact information. Who no. are you? Where can we find you? All right. My name's Joshua London, L-O-N-D-O-N, just like the city. My website is londondefense.com. I'm a criminal defense attorney. I represent people from homicides down to DWIs and everything in between. Um, I try to work with people. Call me. Even if you're worried you don't have enough money, I will figure something out for you to have the good representation, even if it's not with me. Um, and if you have a lot of money, definitely call me. <laughs> <laughs> Can I call you just my to phone, chat? My phone number is 612 501 4866. Give me a call. Great. Thank you so much, Joshua London. We will be back with Joshua London and our 911 calls and more banter between LA Nick and me. I'm ready to go to sleep. He's going to sleep. We're going to have a great show. We will be right back with Minneapolis911.com. It's about higher standards. It's about lower prices. It's about time. A car dealer treats you the way you want to be treated. Welcome to Star Auto and Truck Sales in Ramsey, 7009 West Highway 10. At Star Auto and Truck Sales, it's about never having a dissatisfied customer. The star philosophy means taking care of you before and after the sale. Higher standards, lower prices, and value start at Star Auto and Truck Sales. Use keyword star on the station's website for more details or at starautoandtrucksales.com. We'll be right back with more Minneapolis 911. You want great hair? Join the evolution. Evolution Salon, the Twin Cities only Lanza Concept Salon. 
You want great hair? Join the evolution. Evolution Salon has everyday styles, event cuts, color, foils, makeup services, hip, cool, and oh, so stylish. Delivered by the area's top hairstylists that will make you look like a runway model. Finish off the look with great products exclusively from Lanza. You want great hair? Join the evolution. And experience hair culture at Lynn Lake in South Minneapolis. Look down the street. It's a car. It's it's a truck. No, it's Super Shuttle. Super Shuttle, the blue and yellow vans that pick you up from your office or home. Super Shuttle to the airport, corporate office, or a night on the town. Super Shuttle picks you up and takes you there. No more hassling with luggage or airport parking. Eliminate the expense of taxis, the traffic jam, or that creepy guy on the bus. Call Super Shuttle today. 1-800-BLUE-VAN. That's 1-800-BLUE-VAN. Super Shuttle will pick you up and take you there. This is Bob Sansevier, and I would like to invite all Minneapolis 911 listeners to also listen to The BS Show. We have new shows every Monday through Friday. We offer a great lineup of guests as well as entertainment, information, and a lot of fun. You can check out The BS Show on iTunes, Stitcher, Player FM, or at our website at thebsshow.net. And we're back from the Apple91.com. I'm LA Nick with my co-host Hesley Wright. Hello. And we have uh, Joshua London in our studios tonight talking about being an attorney for criminals. He is a criminal defense attorney. A no. legend. He is criminal. a legend. Legendary. Um, Why do they always say that? So you know, I made a mistake. Uh, you guys let me graciously allowed me to make a plug. Uh, I should have mentioned this. I'm open 24 hours a day, which is what we're going to get into talking about this, so I think it's a good segue, is so important because one of the things that I do that is among the most important things I do is I help people with two things. Getting out of jail as quick as possible because that first, when you you don't expect it to go sucks. to jail. And so it's the worst time. It's the it's most so uncomfortable scary. version of jail. Mm-hmm. It is the, you're treated just about as bad as you would yes. anywhere else in the U.S. Uh, in any type of jail or prison. And, you know, you might be hung over or coming off of something, and it is a shitty experience. People do not feel good. Now, the other thing is, uh, besides just helping them get out, is the time that's most critical is right when you're arrested. That's what we were talking about mm-hmm. before when I was saying don't talk to the police. The See, I've, I've been to the breaking point where they're going to arrest me any second. And I've talked my way out of it. The last You're superhuman in some ways, though, Nick. But you... that was back in the day. That was 15 okay. years. Yeah, well, I but wouldn't, it, yeah. like, recommend that to people at this I was point. good at it, man. You might, and, and, but you have a special I was uncanny good at that. ability. You are a special person. And cops, special and cops yeah. usually like me. Well, that's because you, like you're me. you're a superhero, you're like Nick. You're like a Muppet. You're, I yeah. mean, you're likable. Like, you're cops like a Muppet. Like <laughs> Muppets like me a lot. They Doesn't really he know. sort of remind you of a he's Muppet? Like, he's like a, yeah. Any time I've been stopped by the cops, they've always been, they've always been extra cool to me. And you're that's, like, waka waka. Cool. And they're like, so, oh, let him go. That's awesome. Yeah, well, they've I mean, been nice to me. What a great, that's great. I'm, I'm, I mean, so you're the exception that proves the rule, maybe. But generally, and that is, you said it was back in the day, and also you, I've had you cops, know, I've you had know cops you not, I've had cops not nice to me before. Okay. okay. Well, well uh, I talked, it, and they it might didn't be do nice. me any good. That surprises me. 
usually it's the other way around. Us us dudes are yeah, not getting as no. treated as well they as good looking really ladies. They were mean to me. They're mean. They're mean a and lot of times. They should yeah. be. There are a lot of good cops. Don't get me wrong. It's just I did do something wrong. So I mean, it's not like they were. You know, I but they could have been a little gentler. I wasn't like gentler. Did they rough you up? <laughs> well, I was wearing high heels and I was uh, cuffed, and whoa. the guy like wouldn't wouldn't help me. And I was in the SUV. He went like help me out of the car, and so I was like trying to finagle. to put your skirt back on. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to get out of the car, and I was like, I can't. He's like, Get out! Screaming. He's like, Do you know you could have killed someone? Uh. I hope you feel good about yourself. And I was like, I don't, sir. I yeah, don't feel this good. Is the proudest moment of my life. Yeah. Guy. And like, you know, I mean, it's hard to walk in heels as it is, but if you don't have your arms to balance you, I don't know if you've ever been a Barbie, but like, <laughs> it's really not, hard. Not that I can recall. Uh, <laughs> my wife asked me one time to dress like, no, no. Okay, that's a different so show. I, I want to ask you because people, I, I, well, <clears throat> we, we do uh, 911 dispatch calls every week on the show, and last Friday there was multiple. ODs in the city of Minneapolis. So when somebody ODs on drugs and they get taken to the hospital, based they ODs? Get, yes, they get taken to the hospital in ambulance. Do they get arrested afterwards? No, they don't. There's no, no charge for that. Well, it depends on the scenario, right? I mean, if they're driving or there's something else going on, then yeah, people. Or if they're suspected people, of like so trafficking say, say, the So say drugs. I'm in my house. I'm in yeah. my house, and I got a spoon and some heroin and a syringe, and I OD, yeah. and the cops kept to come into my house, and yeah. the ambulance has to take me away, yeah. and I, there's drugs right there. I don't You've get used charged at all. No, there's drugs. Still no, there. you'll probably get charged then. You will yeah. get charged. Yeah. With possession. Um, yep. But you won't get charged for ODing. You're not going to get charged just because it's in your system. But you it, will on alcohol. Well, you can. Well, you what can. do you mean? Drunk in public? Drunk, I mean, people oh, get charged well, with that. Yeah, I have tons to say about drunk in public. First of all, if you're homeless, public is is the only place you can be. And if you're homeless, you're going to be drunk because you're homeless. So that's the best escape Gotta warm up somehow. The idea that we throw people in jail or charge them money as a fine for being drunk in public is about the most goddamn stupid thing I've ever heard in my life. Now, I did work, you asked at the beginning of the show if I ever worked for a public defender. I spent uh, a year, just over a year, working for Ramsey County at the public defender's office when I was in law school. Um, and I would have, I considered going that direction. I got a great job offer from a firm that I was working for also. Uh, but one thing I saw is the same people over and over and yeah, over from drinking door. in public and mm-hmm. similar yeah. crimes. Now, they may have been going in there to get away from the cold, but the idea that, I mean, think about that. Somebody is an alcoholic or not. They're, they're without a home. There's no place for them to go. They go to the shelter. There's not enough beds left. They're going to be outside. They have no choice. What is the harm that befalls public that they're drunk? In fact, what's the harm? There's there's so many of these crimes that we have that are not outcome-based but conduct-based. Mm-hmm. Right, victimless crimes. That are all such, I mean, I don't want to cuss too much. It's so BS. bogus. Sorry. I know I keep banging the table because in the law they say when the truth is on your side, Use the truth when the truth isn't on your side. Scream and bang on the table. So, okay, so I, I tend to bang on the table a lot. But um, that that's not the saying. It's something like that. But, uh, but these people, so there's versions of drunk in public that are you, throughout the Are you drunk and aggressive? Are you drunk and sure. like, showing your privates? 
That's you know, something that's entirely different, right? That's different. If you're just drunk and sitting there on well, a you bench. Can't, you can't get arrested in Minneapolis for being drunk. Yeah, but in St. Paul, you in get St. arrested Paul, you can, a yeah. lot for being no, drunk in public. In St. Paul, there's a lot more homeless families in St. Paul mm, than they, Minneapolis. Yeah, it's like, they, like couples with kids. They have that big, uh, I think it's St. Mary's right there when you drive into downtown XXL. Yep. And so that attracts. Uh, oh, the families. There's a big family. Yeah, there's a lot of homeless uh, families yeah, there. there's a lot of people I was right shocked. There. And and that 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 uh, there's a couple of places right there like that, and they provide amazing services. And I'll also say this: this the Ramsey County Public Defender's Office, Dorothy is Day Center, Dorothy Day, right? Mm-hmm. That's the name of it. Thank you. Uh, You're Ramsey welcome. County I thought of it myself. Public Defender's Office. Actually, I just is, gave it to Hesley on the board. Is a, a amazing place. I mean, Hennepin County too. Uh, nah, we, well, let me let me say this: Hennepin County is good at welfare. There, they have both have fantastic attorneys ramsey county is the one i work for so i can speak a little bit more about it they are extremely good and they're well they're extremely good and they and they're extremely caring they're extremely you want your public defenders to be those guys who are just out there fighting just fighting just going fighting the system this is thinking the system is bullshit and Mm -hmm. spending their time fighting it and not just because it's their job because they don't get paid that much so but they have to they do it for believe. another reason. Well, that's what you need. Yeah. And you need uh, they're passion. overwhelmed. They can yeah. never do a good enough job on a case-by-case basis. It's impossible. You can't right. even ask that of them. It's too many cases. But um, they they care over there. And so they what's it cost to hire an independent attorney like yourself on, a, on say, like a, a minor felony case, like third DUI? Does it depend on what you did? It uh, totally depends on what you did. So it's, cri- it's based on the so incident. Say I kill Hesley tonight. Uh, yeah. And you I better have, watch it back, Nick. I've I been to, waiting for and this I have to moment. go to jail tomorrow for murder. So what, are you, what am I going to charge you? Well, you've yeah. had a pretty successful career, um, <laughs> and I think I can. I, the, you know, there might be an extra zero on your price. So do you, do you, do you, do you change the price for that? Sure. Do you change prices for that? I do, not based on income. Although I, I do reduce for income. I don't increase, right? So I have a price. So somebody like Charlie Sheen called you tomorrow. You know that you can charge uh, yeah, him more. Him, Charlie Sheen. I charge people like this. Okay. First, what is it? What crime is it? Because. That's the that's the most important thing, mm-hmm. okay. Then what do you uh, think? Let me go back. What do you think the easiest crime to get away, to get off somebody off in the city of Minneapolis in, the, in, in Hennepin County? Uh, Is there something that's easy to usually just throw out? Um, y- yeah, uh, like stabbings by icicle. <laughs> There's no <laughs> fingerprints. Um, and uh, you can just get away with it. So, so that's an easy crime to commit. Why do I feel like icicle. Jessica Fletcher hey, you ever is going to watch it? You ever hear about the ice, the ice bullet? Murder, she wrote. You never saw no. that movie? No. Where they, they use ice bullets? There you go, because there's no fingerprint, right? Yeah, and, and the ice melts and there's no weapon. They can't even prove? say what caliber weapon it is. Yeah, there what you if go. it was that's on what we're camera, The second though. it hits the body, it melts. So there's cameras everywhere. Okay, so in reality, though, when you want to hire an attorney... Uh, if you want to hire me, I'm going to look at what, what offense you committed. So if you committed uh, uh, domestic assault and it's a I misdemeanor, it, I'm going to charge a f- it's a flat fee. You've got to pay it all. I usually will help people by a breaking grand? it up. So ordinarily, if it's a misdemeanor, you're looking at about $7,000. Um, <gasps> Joshua! Now, I split that up into payments for people. Okay. Some attorneys don't. Um, but if somebody is struggling, if I get a 21 year old who's in college, the average person can't come up with seven grand. If I, yeah, if I get, so if I get somebody who's got 
you know, a number of kids. I take all these things into consideration, and I have the power to change it. So uh-huh. I, I do. I mean, I don't want to say a lot of this on the radio because yeah. I have come down very far for people, to, and yeah. I have done cases pro bono. Um, Why don't they if, just call that free? If you're because it's cooler, man. Yeah. <laughs> so I I do the, pro bono every day, enough, fir- but I call it free. Yeah, it works well, for it free. It sounds If you go to sexual. law school, you can call it pro bono too. I, call I pro- love a good pro <laughs> so, bono. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna pass on the law school. So he, you should. It's a total waste. Yeah. So law school. Oh God, I have so much to say. I, I can't talk about law school. It's gonna take too many too much time. <laughs> Nick's so stripper if, name is if, pro bono. Uh, if you want to, if you if you're charged with the same case. And uh, you're 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 saying all I want to do is plead guilty. I know the case. First of all, you, I, don't hire me. That's, you don't need an attorney. That's oh, my thing. Because you but just if, don't need. Yeah, and, yeah. and we may ultimately review Matt, all that's the a evidence. That's mistake you made. And it's the mm-hmm. best. Uh, yeah, it's the best case they've ever put together, and they've just got you. And I'll advise then that that pleading guilty is the way to go, and we'll get you the best deal. But generally, you have to want to fight or at least find out if you can fight it to, mm-hmm. to spend that money. Um, but if you're a pain in my ass <laughs> or your case is especially complex, it may cost a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are, they, the fact of the matter is being a criminal defense attorney, we're unique in that we charge flat fees. So that means that on uh, some cases, most cases, we're going to make money. But there's an occasional case like a homicide that you usually are going to end up losing a bunch of money on you. Mm-hmm. Or unless, it's high, uh, high. Nobody can afford enough for you to make money. If you charge, if you're able to charge a hundred grand on a, for a, for a homicide, you'll make some money. But generally, that's not right. what. They don't so have that you know, my I would like to charge fifty thousand dollars. That's but it's good. Expo- my typical but it's good fee. exposure. I usually come down pretty far from that, mm-hmm. um, depending on a person's situation. So right. I recently took one. I shouldn't. I shouldn't really be talking prices, but I usually. I, I recently took one for thirty thousand, um, mm-hmm. but that was an exceptional situation. But so did OJ's it, lawyers charge him million? And so uh, Robert, uh, what's his name from the Kardashian? the Jinx? The Jinx. The, oh, you know, Durst. He, yeah, his was a million five. I was, you know. Yeah, but he had a lot of money. Att- though. Attorneys here, charged. but Durst had millions right, of dollars. Right. So, anyways, it, you know, you could figure out a way to hire an attorney. You might have to, you, you know. There's right now the market is great. There are loans available for some people. Some people there's not, and and you know you got to consider all that stuff. It's it's unfortunate that economics comes into it because there are a lot of people I want to represent, and I try to make it as. Yeah, I got a half a million stashed in case. Well, that's good um, to know. Yeah. So I threw a me, couple grand in cash at my guy. You threw cash at him? Oh, I is just, he, was he a stripper? Threw it at him. No, he got like I think twenty five hundred from me, and then for what? What's um, the charge? DUI. Oh, the DWI. DUI. See, that's a pretty affordable DWI attorney. That's it less was. than I would charge. But then he he like he was great. He worked with me. Like we decided, you know, that we weren't going to fight it or whatever, and we would plead to what they wanted. And then hmm. then though like the parameters of what they could have given me, he's like, I don't know. Hopefully the judge is fair. And the judge was really fair, and she was like... Where was it? Hennepin? Hennepin. What was the attorney? Who, who um, was it? Goldfine. Adam? Yeah. I love Adam Goldfine. He was really good. He's one of my best friends in the world. That's nice. I good. just talked to him about 30 minutes ago, and uh, we grew up I together. 
Yeah, you know Adam Goldfein? Yeah, tell him I don't drink I anymore. I love Adam Next Goldfein. time, tell her to not defend her. We were just in Texas together. Well, he won't uh, have to. I don't drink anymore. That's so great. He's, he's, do the he's, pot thing. he's the first person to introduce me to criminal defense when I was I, thought you, was, I thought you were going to say crack. But I've known him since I was a kid. Yeah, I thought he you introduced me to crack, but that was a long time ago. <laughs> he's uh, super nice. He was really hands-on with me. Yep. He was hey, He was hey, hands-on hey, with you? Hey, hey, hey. Really? Show, where it, the show hands? us where he touched you. Give me a dollar. So listen, we're going to keep your here, but we're going to go into our 911 calls because we're running out of time. Well, we're out, we're past our time, but we're going to go into 911 calls. I, get, I am willing get, to stay. Yeah, by yeah, the yeah, way, we're so. yeah, stay. we have yeah. to because yeah. I have more to. Yeah, we're we're going to go into our 911 calls real quick, and then you can ask him a couple questions. Then we got to go. Okay. Adam Gold. Yeah. Two twelve able in our squad back with ambulance on an overdose Broadway and Central Avenue Northeast. Gonna be at the bus stop. A black male wearing a tan jacket, dress pants, black shoes. He was smoking K2. Now he's unresponsive. MCC police have been advised also, and they request we continue in. So the uh, Hesley, you might say they said he's smoking K2 something. What did they say again? Play it again, Robert. He, they say he's smoking K2 Molly or something. You were talking what about is that? Call I don't K2. Know. With ambulance on an overdose, Broadway and Central Avenue Northeast. Gonna be at the bus stop. A black male wearing a tan jacket, dress pants, black shoes. He was smoking K2. Now he's unresponsive. MCC police have been advised also, and they request we continue in. So I what's K2 Molly? What K2 is K2 Molly. K2 is a synthetic drug. Um, it's a uh, they refers to one of two. Th- you guys want me to answer this? On yes, yeah, sure. Please, uh, please. You know the answer. Yeah. So it's it can refer to one of two things. Generally. What it refers to is a synthetic uh, type of, of so China. Yeah, from China. It's not real. It's just right, chemicals yeah. shoved together. Yeah. Uh, it can. I've heard other people refer to ketamine. Ketamine as yes, K two, yes. but that's uh, that's less. Uh, you know, usually they call that K or uh, it's a horse tranquilizer that no human being should be doing. Right. Um, but stuff, if you've done that, it like me, is that the stuff, you, you, know, is that the stuff you foam with the mouth and stuff? Uh, it's no ketamine is more. Well, maybe you probably yeah. could. Yeah, ketamine. Yeah, I, think I tried it one time. Um, I got lost in a jungle somewhere. It was a good thirty seconds and a terrible thirty minutes. That's what I say. So don't don't do it. It's gonna it's gonna hurt I you. Say all drugs are bad. It's, but it's but it's generally synthetic right, marijuana. We're gonna go, we're gonna go to next call. The, they're all, the, they're all, the thing that's killing people here is is synthetic marijuana. Oh, heroin too. Heroin. Well, yeah, but I'm saying K two. Well, I could talk about that. Okay, let's go to our next call. Though. We got three calls in a row. ODs all same day. Oh my God. On Park Avenue, 600 block, one overdosing. EMS is also responding. They have an EMS uh, duty chief out with the patient now. So that this was three and all one day. So we'll, we'll go go to the next one. Robert. Is that all? No, there's yeah, that's all for that one call. There was three o- ODs in a row. They don't provide more information than that. No. Five fourteen with ambulance. Have one overdosing. Twenty second and thirty Avenue South. Information so far is someone overdosing on acid. Acid. How do you, How do you overdose on acid? It's got to be a right. bogus call. Well, you know, I think a lot of people, if you don't, if you don't use drugs or you're not in this world of criminal or drug behavior, you don't know what drugs are. You don't know what acid is. But you I do. Need, and I know you, you can't know, OD on it. <laughs> you know you can't OD on it. You no. can get really, really. Uh, I mean, you could have been freaking out. Right. That's the thing. Is somebody could say, "Oh, he's overdosing on acid," but it's something that has nothing to do with acid. Right. You, know, you could have been freaking yeah, out. Exactly. What yeah. I like is how this happens so frequently that the dispatchers always mm-hmm. dump board. 
Mm-hmm. Another overdose on 23rd. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the they don't park care. Anyway. Well, if, if people don't listen to dispatch, they don't realize something happens every 30 seconds. Yeah. You couldn't let's, tell from her tone of voice. Let's go to this. Well, the next yeah. call is real short, too. It's 13 seconds. Copy this, there's Rogers. Let's check in area 459 St. Anthony Avenue. One caller heard five shots. Did see a van speed by. Unknown license plate on the vehicle. It's described as a tan van. Last intended, westbound, Port Dale. See, this is a call that comes in every, every when day. When was that from? Last night. Okay. But that comes in every day. Or two nights ago. Sorry, two nights ago. That comes in every day, though. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a call that you hear every day. Five shots fired out of a car. Five shots fired out of a van. But nobody ever reports them. You never see them on the news. Anyone you know. hurt? No, but we don't people know. shoot out cars every day in the city. I just, signed a, I, I just signed a homicide case that the allegations are drive-by shooting uh, wrong guy hit some random that happens a lot unfortunate uh, but it's funny the media year old guy the media doesn't it. cover That's it though bad. no they of course not it's no. a black guy they but why doesn't the media it. cover it because it's a black guy and, and he, because you said it comes in every day uh, I just don't care and they don't care there's they no call, interest they consider it a victimless right. crime yeah. Plus, it's well, Super Bowl week, so we want to promote things that are good. That's also true. They're definitely mm-hmm. going to be making this seem like the safest well, place in the world. Well, yeah. I'll tell you what. This week, right now, they're doing warrant sweeps. So you'll get a lot of business this week. Me. Hmm. They're doing a warrant sweep to get, to, get all the, to get all the criminals off the streets. I actually have <laughs> – it's funny. I just got off the – I've had a very busy couple of weeks. Yeah, you'll have a busy um, week this week, though. And a lot of people, a lot of warrants get They haven't done a warrant right. sweep for a long time. I didn't think about that. They haven't that. done one in 15 years or something. Wow. Huh. Well, had your kids, had your wife. Had kids, had, everybody, everybody getting swept. Everybody getting out swept. Well, well, warrant sweep so, this week, ma'am. Uh, so that's the call? So we just listen No, we have one, we have one, one more call. No, that's it. that's it. Okay, I you a real so... We are coming up the, to the end of the show, unfortunately, and I feel like so. Hey, but you can ask him about the babysitter before we. Okay, can, can I just real what? quick? I, I'm sorry, it's gonna be very brief. But you guys were talking about overdosing, and I just think it it behooves us to talk about fentanyl real quick. Oh, we talk about yeah. it. We talk about it all the time. Okay, yep. just it is more out there than anybody realizes, yes. and Number people one are drug getting in Twin tricked Cities into right taking it. Yes, but you generally know, kind of, if if you're taking it, I've seen. Plenty of fentanyl. It doesn't really look like the real thing. You can get tricked for sure, but um, that's hide your kids, hide your wives, because that shit is dangerous. Yeah, It'll kill you. That yeah. will kill you. Like, yeah, it's five and times stronger you, than you heroin. Will die. Yeah. Yeah. Some people say it's as high as a hundred times. Yeah, yeah. I've heard fifty. Yeah. I've heard fifty times strong, strong, strong. It stronger. is strong, and yeah. it is regardless, real, you'll, die. Like, you'll die. You'll yeah. die. But it you'll is die. a suicide exactly. mission. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so so I had wanted to talk to you about a case that's occurring right now. We might have to bring this over to the next show because I'm getting um, some some push from our producer right now. The Natalia Korea case that happened in November of 2016, daycare mm-hmm. provider in South Minneapolis. Who, we played that 911 call on our show. We the did. The day it happened. Yep. Um, <laughs> who hung a 18-month-old baby in her basement with tights, child-sized tights formed together to form a noose. This and then ran people over running from and the And then she, her, another father came to drop off their kid, and she said she couldn't take it anymore, and come look what she did. He found the child. Child's fine. Child's okay. There was, you know, mm-hmm. like a little trauma happened there, but mm-hmm. he's doing quite well. She then, though, while the father was, like you know finding out what was going on she got into her minivan took i'm guessing out the back alley because it's a one-way there on humboldt Mm -hmm. got on to 28th 
ran some red lights, got into an accident. When the driver of a car that she hit got out to see if everyone was okay, she peeled out. He got caught under her vehicle, um, dragged for several blocks. Did he die, that guy? He did not die, oh, but good. I think he's got... No, he might not be the one that has a steel rod in his leg. But mm. then she turns the corner from 28th onto Park Avenue, which is also a one-way, hits a bicyclist. He was dry. He was taking his bike to work, and he's the one I think ended up with a steel rod on his leg. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone survived. That's the oh, good that's news. Good. That's yes. the got. That's the good news. Amazingly, she then, amazingly, yeah, everyone survived. So there's no death here. Um, she then gets cornered by other citizens on Park Avenue on the bridge that is going over 94. And they I hold believe, her down to the cops. And they come. hold her down because she wants to jump off the bridge. Now, everyone was shocked by this because she had such a great history, like like glowing reviews from the people, the families that brought their kids there. She has kids of her own. And like I mentioned earlier on this show, my children um, go to the same school as her young children do so and, what, or what, did. What, what are her charges? Does anybody know? Uh, they're felony, 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 felony. There are four charges. Um, one is, you know, homicide, Not first attempted murder, degree uh, without premeditation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not first degree, second degree. It's second degree. Okay, yeah. and then first degree is it requires premeditation. Yeah. Okay. So yes. sorry. Or the so, act, or or you do it in the commission of another felony. Right. Okay. So homicide, second degree without premeditation. There's um, the vehicular manslaughter is that one or so she didn't kill anybody though no so the the list is it would be criminal vehicular operation so she's right second degree uh, homicide third degree assault uh, for the victim being under 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 the age of four yep uh the criminal vehicular operation causing great bodily harm Mm -hmm. and uh criminal vehicular operation also causing substantial bodily and she's pleading mental illness right and here's here's nope. so, we don't well, know she's pleading not okay. guilty right now. Yeah. And, well, it has to be mental illness then. And what I, mean, I read, okay, so this is the other thing that I read is that her husband filed for divorce <sighs> not that long ago. Then, uh, like this is after all of this happened, so now she's in jail pending these charges, pending her court date. Um, mm-hmm. There's a jury tra- trial set for mm-hmm. late February at this point, um, and. I have knowledge that her son was really taking care of the younger children. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened to the husband, but I did read in an article that part of her defense is that she had endured years and years of psychological abuse and just snapped. Well, okay? they're from, they're from, they came so, here from Russia, right? And they, she's from Russia. Isn't her her husband, husband is not from no? Russia. Oh, okay. And so... And he adopted her son. The oldest son is a great guy um, and, like, by all accounts, wonderful human being. That's her son from Russia. The The guy that she married here adopted him when they first were married. Now they're going through the divorce. So my question is, and I don't know if you can answer this, but is the psychological abuse alleged, um, was it by the hands of the dad? I cannot answer that. Okay. And the other question is, um, because she has no priors that I could see or found out anyway, because it does look like a, a snap situation, is this a clear-cut 
like cry for more of a mental health reaction from our society versus you know like oh my god she strung up a child you know what i mean like because obviously she had to have snapped she Mm. doesn't have a history of this you know like who would do like like what's your take on that absolutely okay so um i don't know how much time i have to talk about this not much not much huh i think we'll have to bring it on to another show minutes or less less Less, but go minutes. ahead and answer your question. Okay, so um, here's what I can tell you. Here's a, here's a couple of facts that I will tell you off the bat. Um, she is an uh, incredible, sweet, loving, amazing person. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, if you were to take this day off of her life and you looked at the rest of it, um, she is one of the most caring lovely people you would want your kids to spend their childhood growing up with her uh, because she raises amazing kids Mm -hmm. and her own son who i've spoken with for hours and hours Mm -hmm. is um he's so unbelievably mature and uh caring and interesting it's it's hard to believe. Now, I've spoken with parents of people that had their kids with her, mm-hmm. and they could not say better things about her. Um, she was a second mother to these kids, and she right. treated them ama- in an amazing way. Um, but for her, whatever happened, I can't. I don't want to go too deep into that. Uh, whatever happened with her brain that day, but for that, this would not have happened. It, this was right. not a choice she made. Right um, now. I was involved with the same firm. I, I'm no longer with that firm, just mm-hmm. by choice. We, we're on great parted terms, ways. but I, yeah, mm-hmm. we parted ways. And I started London Defense. So I'm no longer working on that case. Mm-hmm. We, a couple of years ago, had a case uh, that was very newsworthy. Uh, it, was, it was really widespread in the news uh, about a, a Marine in Mankato who committed a homicide and was found not guilty by reason of mental illness. Uh, his name was Levi Minasale, and the Star Tribune has done multiple full full front page spreads on him. She, they did a recent one, basically. Exp- it, so we were the first people to get a not guilty by reason of mental illness jury verdict in 40 years in Minnesota. Wow. Okay. So we, I have some pretty deep insight into That's what it, about that. Yeah. Well, yeah. there are a lot of there are a lot of those uh, outcomes, but it's not by jury. It's almost impossible because yeah. we have such a strict standard for that in Minnesota. It's the highest in the country, uh, and it's 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 damn near impossible. You have to be really nuts here to get you have, to get off. And it's illness. really yeah, you have to be, but you also have to be able to show, which is really hard to show, some things that um, that establish that you're that you're nuts and that that's what causes. So we we should talk. We're about gonna have that to have, we're gonna have to have you back I on think, the show. I Let's think this is a more. good point. For us to lead up to then a follow-up, maybe, you know, mental illness in our court system show. And well, I, yeah, I want to talk... A, let me make one closing statement if okay. I'm going to be done. Yep. Okay, so here's what I would say in closing. Um, this firm that I work for also had a group called the Veterans Defense Project. I think anybody who knows anybody who's a veteran or is a veteran uh, who is experiencing any type of trouble should be aware of this organization. If you ever get in any type of criminal trouble, you should reach out to me or this organization, and we will get you connected with the right people. It's the only organization of its type in the country. Uh, We wrote a book called The Attorney's Guide to Defending Veterans 
uh, in criminal court, and uh, it is the only book of its type in court. So the organization, like I said, is called the Veterans Defense Project at veteransdefenseproject.org, O-R-G. Um, like I said, my, my phone number is 612-501-4866, and I'd be happy to connect you to getting this book, to getting the materials, to give you information about this organization. I was the operations officer for f- four years for the organization. Um, so that being said, I, I've had a lot of experience representing people with mental health issues that caused their criminal behavior. Sure. And here's the thing that everyone needs to know. Besides just some typical DWIs and even most of those, I'd say 85% of all criminal activity is caused by or uh, accompanied by mental illness. Mm-hmm. So um, most people don't commit crimes. They don't want to commit crimes. Just people should know that. And then think about that when we're putting people into cells. Right. Well, issues. I am so, so excited for this next show because I feel like we barely skim the surface on things. That yeah, an hour goes quick. An hour goes fast Amazing. with a guy like you. So thank you so much for yeah, being thanks, on the Josh, show, Joshua it. London. Thanks for having me, um, guys. That was fun. You will be back. We will have this mental health in the court system conversation. And I want to hear more about Natalia Korea. I am Hesley Ray. You can find me on HesleyRay.com. Hello, Nick. And you can find him anywhere by Googling yeah. LA yeah. Nick. Go to, just go to mayor, mayorofminneapolis.com. And we are Minneapolis911.com. Please come back, listen more. We're on the top of our network, anywhere you can find us. Uh, thanks again for listening. Yep. Minneapolis911. See you guys. Dot com. You have been listening to Minneapolis 911 with L.A. Nick and Hesley Ray. Download a new episode every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. on the Tom Bernard Network at Minneapolis911.com. For further information on today's and past shows, go to Minneapolis911.com. Minneapolis 911 post-production provided by Nancy Keene and Zachariah Putney. This show is a Robert W. Morgan production. I'm Casey Moo. Thank you for listening to Minneapolis 911.